Ladies and gentlemen, we are live! This is the moment you all have been waiting for! It's time for the global sensation, the one, the only, the undisputed heavyweight podcast in the world, the Mass Timber Construction Podcast. In a recent announcement, the Clean Energy Finance Corporation is set to transform Australia's approach to large-scale building construction projects with a new $300 million program to encourage the use of mass timber construction across the property sector. The approach has the potential to sustainably cut construction emissions, providing a greener alternative to conventional construction materials. And the CEFC is investing on behalf of the Australian government and has created a timber building program on the back of the CEFC research, confirming the critical need to transform our approach to construction. Today on the podcast, I'm very, very privileged to be joined by Christina, who will tell us about the program, how you can access it, what are the special requirements, and anything else you need to know, her contact details will be in the show notes. Please enjoy my conversation with Christina from Clean Energy Finance Corporation. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the Mass Timber Construction Podcast. I'm Paul Kramer, your host, and today we have a very, very special guest. Uh, I will get Christina to introduce herself in a moment. However, there's big changes happening in the insurance sector. Now it's happening in the finance sector. And here today, talk to me, is Christina from the Clean Energy Finance Corporation. Christina, can you introduce yourself, please, and just tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and then what the corporation does? Great. It's a pleasure to be here. And thanks for having me on the podcast, Paul. So I'm Christina Vidrothna. I'm a senior associate in the investment team at the Clean Energy Finance Corporation, and my primary focus is on the property sector. So at the CEFC, we have quite a unique mission, and that's to accelerate investment in Australia's transition to net zero emissions. We invest to lead the market, so we operate with commercial rigour to address some of Australia's toughest emissions challenges. We have $10 billion to invest on behalf of the Australian government, and we do so across agriculture, clean tech innovation, energy generation and storage, infrastructure, transport, waste, and of course, property. Excellent. And when it comes to this particular sector, which is the mass timber construction sector, can you give us a little bit of a genesis about how that happens? And the reason I ask that question is, Mass Timber is really only, you know, it's in its 12th year now. Uh, I started back in 2011. Um, you know, we just completed the uh, Mass Timber building in Hackney in the UK. Len Lease came on board with the Burke Street project, which was the Forte building. And now we're moving into a global acceptance of mass timber, albeit a small acceptance at this stage. But can you give me a sense of flavor around what the genesis was to get to this point for the announcement recently of funding for mass timber buildings? Yeah, sure. So studies looking at built environment emissions profiles, including the CEFC's own embodied carbon report, indicate that as operational emissions are being addressed, 
embodied carbon will naturally contribute a much larger percentage of a building's life cycle emissions. So currently embodied carbon in the production of building materials is responsible for about 28% of emissions. But by 2050, embodied carbon is expected to account for almost half of total emissions from new constructions. So the CEFC's embodied carbon report also found that the use of mass timber can achieve up to a 75% reduction in embodied carbon. So as it continued to strive to lead the market in accelerating Australia's transition to net zero, our approach to property has evolved from, I guess, focusing primarily on energy efficiency and renewables to now expanding that focus to include scope three emissions such as embodied carbon. And in that vein, we're open to continuing to explore other low carbon materials and are certainly supportive of the right materials for the right purposes. We've recently made a few investments supporting low carbon concrete, for example, but mass timber really lends itself well to this programmatic approach. And as well as helping achieve substantial embodied carbon savings through encouraging mass timber construction, we also hope the program will help develop local skills and experience supply chains and delivery capabilities to catalyze even more timber-based building activity into the future. And it's interesting that um, Clean Energy Finance Corporation has picked up on this trend. Um, we've noticed that uh, globally, uh, timber-first policies for construction using bio-based materials or low-carbon-based materials is really starting to take a hold. And I think um, this is a great recognition by yourselves and the team that sits behind and has done all the reporting and certainly significant for the industry. Can you give us a little bit of an understanding about the mechanics of the program itself? And then how do parties that are interested in accessing the fund actually go about doing that? Sure. So the timber building program is essentially a $300 million allocation of funding. And that's to be deployed as debt finance to help encourage mass timber construction across the property sector. So we're really looking at the use of low carbon engineered wood products in large scale construction. And to give a rough sense of scale, we're looking at projects seeking CEFC debt finance of between around 20 and $75 million. And I'll note, we do often co-invest alongside third parties for those larger projects where additional debt capital may be required. The program is sector agnostic, so we're looking at everything across commercial office, retail, industrial, healthcare and education, apartments, seniors living and student accommodation. And similarly, we're looking to invest across Australian geography. As I mentioned before, we're a commercial investor, so we're looking at projects that deliver a positive return to the CEFC. And I guess in terms of our process and the mechanics, every project is different and they're each assessed on a case-by-case basis. Our process is very similar to other real estate debt investors. So project sponsors work directly with dedicated members of the CEFC's property team to progress the financing opportunity. We'd seek a baseline of information on the pro- on the project before preparing a summary of terms, performing due diligence, and then going through our internal investment committee for approval once those commercial terms are agreed. Following that final approval, we'd then go through the documentation process for the finance document. And then in terms of getting in contact, I'd recommend going to the CEFC website, which is cefc.com.au, then clicking on the Where We Invest banner and navigating to the property page. On that page, we have our handy fact sheet, which includes my email address, as well as that of my colleague, Ryan Rathborn. So Ryan's a director and a co-lead of the property platform. And if you think your project fits the bill, send us through an overview of the project, the location, the product mix, sponsor, and the timing. We typically ask for the status of any planning approvals and permits 
any information on sources of debt and equity capital, proposed DNC contractors and key consultants, financial models or feasibilities, leasing or sales strategies, valuations, and we're obviously very interested in the types of mass timber being contemplated and the proposed suppliers, as well as any other sustainability outcomes, such as other low carbon materials, proposed building ratings, initiatives such as on-site solar or electric design, as well as those corporate level sustainability commitments that sponsors may be looking to make. And so it's really a holistic program and it's really great news to hear that it's agnostic to industry sector. Of course, the technology will lend itself better to some sectors than others, for example, accommodation or hotel work. Um, Aged care is really starting to become quite a prominent sector as well. And so these people and parties can actually access this. And I hear the key criteria really is, you know, the feasibility of this um, the debt to equity ratio that's put on on the project itself based on individual assessment, you know, who your consultants are, you know, where you're procuring your mass timber products, what type of mass timber products you're procuring. Um, so it really means that, um, and it's probably a function of the collaborative way that mass timber works in that all the design decisions really need to be done up front as a function of prefabricated construction and you're just requiring the same information, it sounds like. I don't think there's anything onerous that goes on top of that. Um, are there any special requirements with the program itself that you need to consider to be more successful than others, for example? So we do have a few quirks at the CEFC. Where we're investing $20 million or more, we're required to ensure projects create an Australian industry participation plan. Also, the CEFC can only fund building works over certain thresholds if that work is performed by a contractor accredited under the Commonwealth's WHS accreditation scheme. And of course, we work through these requirements with project sponsors. Well, thanks, Christina, for your time. I know that your time is very precious and very short, and you've been very generous to give me this sort of 20 minutes. And, you know, as they say, short and sweet is the thing that delights. And so I really do appreciate it. Is there anything you'd like to say in wrapping up around the scheme? Um, if you can give us the contact details again and just confirm that the scheme's open now. Yeah, thanks, Paul. It's been a pleasure to chat with you today about the CFC's exciting timber building program. The program has launched and for any more information, including my email address, the best source really is that fact sheet on the CFC website. But my email address is christina.vizurofna at cefc.com.au. So for anyone with a project that may be suitable for the program, please reach out via email and someone from the team will get back to you as soon as possible. And to all those uh, interested parties locally who've contacted me on the back of the announcement coming out, which actually got quite a notoriety on social media platforms that we were working um, through to disseminate the information, Christina. So it's a really good announcement. Uh, please get in touch with Christina. I'll put the links to the program and the email addresses in the show notes for this podcast. So if you are interested um, as you heard previously from Christina, there's a lot of information that we already get together before we start the feasibility of a mass timber project. It's not onerous in any way, shape or form, because you're already collecting that information. Push that through. And we hope that the program is well participated and that we hope that it transforms the mass timber sector by giving it that nudge that it needs and certainly that nod to net zero carbon emissions and certainly for mass timber as a technology, which is my passion. So Christina, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you, Paul.